five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Connecting the SWAC, the MEAC, SIAC, and the CIAA, the HBCU experience lives here. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. We got to do it early, man. We got to do it early. <laughs> This is the HBCU Report. Welcome back to the show. Rob Calloway here. Thank you guys for tuning in. However you may be listening, either via xsquadsaffiliates.com, spreaker.com, the TuneIn Radio app, Google Play for Android, or iHeartRadio. Thank you guys for uh, being a part of the show early Saturday morning. Get up early every Saturday and do this for you, 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 and even Yes, you. Don't forget, when we're not here, we're there. There is Sports News and Brews, the official trap house of websites. Don't forget, check us out. Nobody's emailed me, man. I guess nobody wants to write. I know you X-Squad affiliates listening. I know y'all got some content y'all want to put up on the website, man. Holla at your boy. HBCUReport at gmail.com if you want to be a part of the trap house of websites. Trying to get it out of that status. I want it to be the White House. Of websites, but right now it's like the trap house. Uh, it's like the the uh, early two thousands Gucci Mane. You know, it's just straight hood for real, for real, for real. <laughs> Rob Calloway hanging out with you, man. Don't forget follow us on uh, our um, social media platforms: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at HBCU Report. Of course, you can always follow me at Rob Calloway three R O B C A L L O W A Y the number three. Of course, uh, if you follow me, uh, well, if you follow the show, okay. But if you follow me, just get ready to be inundated with a lot of stuff about running, a lot of pictures of running, because that's my that's my hobby. That's my habit. That's what I do, man. Get up early, as Charlie Wilson said, 4.30 every morning during the week. I'm getting it in at 5 o'clock. I don't know what y'all doing out there, my uh, listening audience. I don't know what y'all doing at 5 every morning, but. Usually, well, not usually. During the week, Monday through Friday, that's what I'm doing. I'm out running. So if you follow me, get ready to be motivated or get ready to unfollow me. A lot of folks don't like to see my success. And I know this is kind of random. But, um, you know, for those of you that aren't familiar with me, right? Rob Calloway is the name. Running is the game. You know, why is running the game? Because, man, I used to I used to be like 260 pounds, 270 pounds, something like that at my heaviest. And Lord have mercy. Oh, my God. You couldn't have told me I wasn't sexy back then. None of the ladies told me I was fat, overweight. Nobody told me any of that. Actually, that's when I realized the ladies actually like big guys. They do. I had some fly chicks when I was a big guy. But on the flip side, um, man, I found running. And when I started running and it started coming down and I started seeing my sexiness coming back, oh, boy, you couldn't tell me nothing. Still can't. 
But, you know, I'm a little modest with it now because this is just what I do. This is what I do. Actually, let me tell y'all something. If I could if I could uh, have one job right now, two jobs right now, number one would be to test um, running shoes for Nike, only Nike because that's all I run in, or to um, be a conditioning coach for, like, boxers. That's what I would like to do. That cardio, man, that cardio is where it's at. You know, shouts out to everybody in the gym, getting it in. I'm going to just tell all my ladies out there and fellas, look, if you're a trainer and you're guilty of this, you know, I'm sorry, but I need to say this loud as they say so somebody in the back of the room can hear it. All right, check this out, ladies, and we're going to get into this whole HBCU report thing in a minute. Check this out, ladies. If you're working out with a trainer and he's only having you do five to ten minutes of cardio, I'm just going to be very honest with you. But you do a lot of weights. Get ready for that SpongeBob body. What do I mean when I say that SpongeBob body? Man, you go be a square. When people see you from the back, you go look like a square. <laughs> I swear to God. Miss and some ladies in the gym evolving, man. They went from having the, the uh, afterbirth body to being SpongeBob. Not a pretty sight. Not a pretty sight at all. I swear to God. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway here. Uh, glad you guys could uh, be with me on this Saturday morning. Of course, uh, it is homecoming on the campus of Alabama A&M University, Florida A&M, Miles College, University of Arkansas, Pine Bluff, and Fayetteville State University. So I want to say happy homecoming to all of those institutions of higher learning. Uh, Alabama A&M taking on Texas Southern uh, today, fam, you in North Carolina Central are in action. Miles taking on Clark Atlanta. Uh, Pine Bluff taking on Lane and Fayetteville State taking on Livingstone. So for all of uh, you guys that are part of those institutions, part of those families, happy homecoming to you and yours. And I uh, hope you guys not doing too much. Because I know a lot of y'all seen those memes about um, HBCU homecoming weekend. It's those four pictures of James Brown. It's one where he looks lively and alert. Then... Uh, part, I think the second picture is uh, him, you know, a little, you know, roughed up. The third picture is him in the, um, what is it, in the um, in the mugshot. And the fourth picture is him in the casket. Oh, because it goes down at homecoming in a classic weekend. <laughs> know that. So I hope my folks at FAM, I hope my folks at Alabama and them, I hope y'all are uh, pacing yourself. Pace yourself. Please pace yourself. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, and really quick, for all my boxing fans out there, because I know I got a lot of boxing fans that are part of this uh, X-Squad Nation. Man, that fight uh, last Saturday night between um, Spence and Porter, first of all, I'm going to just be very honest with you. I'm not a Porter fan at all. At all. I think Sean Porter talks a whole, whole lot. And it's just something about Sean Porter that I've never really, never really liked. I've never really gravitated to him. You know, all the other champs in the uh, welterweight division, whether it's Bud Crawford or, um, uh, like I said, Spence or Manny Pacquiao. Like, I gravitate to these guys. But it's something, there's there's something about um, Sean Porter that I never, never, ever really liked about him. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But at any rate, um, Errol Spence is the man. He's the man and, uh, you know, I just want to see all of these belts get unified. I'd like to see Spence and Crawford because I think Manny, I, I don't, I think Manny should be the last one, right? 
Like, Manny should be the last one. Like, if you beat Manny, then you completely unify the titles. Or if Manny beats you, then he completely unifies the titles. I think he should uh, be the one to get the the, the last uh, the last fight, so to speak, in the unification, um, you know, as they try to uni- uh, unify the belt. So that's that. All right, so here we go. HBCU report. Rob Calloway uh, sitting here just, you know, chopping it up with you. As they say, the uh, opening – uh, the opening monologue, so to speak. Um, something else we talked about last week, and, if, and in case you missed last week's show, uh, we had Donald Hill Ely, head, foot, head football coach of the Alabama State University Hornets on the show, um, talked about the season. They are in action today against Alcorn State University. <clears throat> now, here's the thing. If Bama State could win this game against Alcorn State, I think that they would prove to everybody that they are a legitimate um, a legitimate contender for the Swag East. I mean, the Swag East is. I mean, here here's what you're looking at in the Swag East right now, and this is just this is just for for memory, just based on everything that I've looked at. When you talk about the Swag East right now, we are talking about um Alabama A and M. Who they're currently? What is Alabama A and M? Three and two, but they're zero and one, zero and one, in uh, in the division. You got Jackson State; they haven't played a division game yet. Uh, they and they lost to Kentucky State last weekend. So big shout out to Kentucky State uh, SIAC opponent uh, knocking off the swag. Um, then you got Bama State, one and zero after that win over Grambling a couple weeks ago. So Alcorn State, two and zero right now. They are atop the East. Alcorn State, of course, also the um, the SWAC champs, the the reigning SWAC champs. So if Alabama State can knock off Alcorn, that will put them in a good position. You know, should they be able to knock off Jackson State, A and M, that will put them in a good spot to claim that East championship. You know, things are kind of crazy right now in the SWAC because we've seen Grambling drop another one. They're at the bottom of uh, their division is Prairie View A&M, uh, Pine Bluff, Southern, Texas Southern, and then Grambling. Not sure what's really going on at Grambling right now, uh, but hopefully they get this thing turned around. But, you know, I'm all about that Bama State action anyway. So if Bama State um, if Bama State were to win the East, that would be right up my alley. Be very happy about that. Um, something else we talked about last week, Caitlin Newton. I don't know why I like to call him Caitlin, but Caitlin Kaylin Newton. Um, we talked about the Kaylin Newton era possibly being over at Howard University. Well, uh, a couple of days ago, he made it official. He will uh, remain at Howard through May to graduate, but he is entering the NCAA transfer, uh, transfer portal with two years of eligibility left. And so my only guess is that he might be, I don't know. I hate to, I hate to take these shots in the dark, but I'm like, if you're leaving Howard, going into the portal, where could you end up? I don't really, I don't know if I would even take a risk at going to one of these FBS schools after being at Howard, like, all of this time. I told y'all last week, North Carolina A&T is where I go. But do you even have to go on the portal to go for me? I'm playing. I, I don't, can you go? Can you, can you, this is a legit question. Can you, can you get in the portal 
and go from an HBCU to an HBCU? I'm just, is the portal set up that way? I'm just asking. Now, I know you can go from an FBS to an FCS or whatever, I, but can you go HBCU to HBCU? Now, I'm just saying, I've never I've never seen anybody go on the portal to go from MEAC to the SWAC or MEAC to the MEAC or SWAC SWAC. I'm just saying, just legit questions that we have here at the HBCU Report. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, man. Don't forget we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsbrews.com, the official trap house of websites, soon to be the official White House of websites, but... We need some uh, contributions from you, 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 and yes, you. So holler at your boy at HBCU Report or at HBCUReport at gmail.com. Now, coming up on the other side, going to recap some of these games. You're going to hear the voice, uh, voices of a few of the coaches that participated in some of the big games that we previewed last week. All of that and much more coming up right here on the HBCU Report. I am Rob Calloway, and we will be right back after these words. The HBCU experience lives here. The HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. We'll be right back. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. Waking up every day, lifting him from the bed to the wheelchair to the car to get him to therapy on time. It's no small task between the doctors and the diagnosis, but nothing can disable this love. This is my big brother, my hero. He's part of me, like my arms and legs. So I'll be his. (laughs) See, there's no time for tired. This starts again tomorrow. He'll be waiting for me. I wake up for him. I know he needs me, but I'm the lucky one. Even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org slash caregiving for care guides and community. Or call 877-333-5885. Caregiving Resource Center. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. Get off the boat. 
go. Let's go. <laughs> This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Second segment underway. Don't forget when we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, the official trap house of websites. Looking for contributors. If you're interested, don't forget, hit me up. HBCUreport at gmail.com. Now, coming back with a classic, 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 classic. Man, this week. Uh, Monday, actually, um, we lost uh, we lost a pioneer in the uh, base game, man. Kid Money, Sean Terrell Chavis, also known as Kid Money or Splat Pack fan, scrubbed the ground. Let me see you holler, shake that ass, bitch. Uh, smoke one. Uh, you know, just on and on. To, I mean, they got classics. Um, man, we lost we lost Sean uh, Monday, and. Um, you know, that song right there was a is a part of the HBCU culture. That's why I like, yeah, we got to play that this morning. We got to play that because there was not a um a dusk to dawn party, shouts out to Alabama and M. There there wasn't a gym party or all night. It wasn't there were there were no parties in the nineties, college parties that you did not hear that song. I'm sorry. That was one of the biggest bass records of all time. Now, you know, I had the opportunity of actually working with um with Sean. A kid, as we called him, um, for many years. Actually, crazy part about it, and probably the reason why it's even it's even been on my mind so much this week is because had um had I not just had a chance meeting with Kid Money, I wouldn't even be right here talking on this microphone. See, a uh, long time ago, um, after the whole Splat Pack thing, Kid Money, uh, you know, he moved to Atlanta. And became, you know, he, he he tried to change up his musical sound. Okay, he wanted that Atlanta thugged out sound, and so he came here and he enlisted, you know, some straight up and excuse my language when I say this, but some straight up street niggas. And I mean, you know, the sound changed, the music was good, <clears throat> but um, I had the opportunity of being able to travel up and down the roads. Uh, with Kid and um, uh, KK and Lil G and Gator Man, um, or as they were branded, the new Splat Pack. They never really embraced that. But, um, but man, you know, I'll say this. We had some great times. Um, me actually doing radio promotions for them is actually what led to my connections that even got me in the door at a radio station. So, um you know, like I said, I always had to pay tribute. If you if you paved the way for me, I'll Rob Calloway, I'm going to pay tribute, pay homage. So uh, there's that. So next time you hear Scrub the Ground, man, throw it up one time for the boy Kid Money. Uh, I think they said the funeral's going to be next weekend down in um, West Palm Beach, Florida, down in his hometown. So if you're down in that neck of the woods, or if you're from that neck of the woods, man, y'all know how much uh, this dude meant to the Florida uh, bass sound and all of that great stuff. Uh, this is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you Saturday morning. Where else would you rather be than tuned into the HBCU Report? Um, big shouts out to the X Squad affiliates. Uh, if you're listening via XSquadaffiliates.com, shouts out to you. Don't forget, you can check out the show via the TuneIn Radio app, um, the iHeartRadio app, uh, Spotify, Google Play for Android, and on and on and on and on and on and on. 
All right, so last week uh, I had a few games that we talked about right here on the show, and so uh, a lot of the games didn't go the way that we uh, predicted that they would uh, because I tell you what, had anybody told me that Jackson State was going to lose the Kentucky State 33-25, I would have said you're a damn lie. But uh, here's Jackson State head coach uh, John Hendrick talking about the loss to a um, SIAC opponent. They had a really good uh, team in Kentucky State. And, uh, you know, we got behind the eight ball. They do a great job of uh, running the ball. Uh, very, very disciplined team in Kentucky State. And, you know, there were some opportunities that we let go. Um, you know, we did not play well in stopping the run, nor did we uh, convert third downs. Man, crazy stuff. Kentucky State off to a 2-1 and one start. You know, after knocking off Jackson State, they are at Morehouse um, this weekend. So we'll see how that goes. Morehouse not doing too well um, this season either. They actually just fell to Savannah State last weekend, which was mightily uh, shocking to me. All right, so uh, Fred McNair and the Alcorn State University Braves, the reigning SWAC champions, knocked off Mississippi Valley State 45-19. And uh, they are ready to take on the only team in the SWAC that knocked them off last season, the Alabama State University Hornets. Here's head football coach Fred McNair talking about this weekend's matchup. Um, those guys, they, they coach football over at Alabama State. Now, they they good coaches over there, so they know how to win ball games. So we just got to prepare ourselves as coaches and our young men and, and prepare ourselves for a battle when we go to Alabama State this weekend. Also last weekend, we had a big matchup between two guys that really know each other in Eric Dooley and Coach Broderick Fobbs. Prairie View A&M taking on Grambling State in Dallas. And uh, Prairie View edged Grambling 42-36. Here's Coach Dooley talking about the big win. Well, we, we know we're facing a team that, uh, that was going to be a challenge. You know, a lot of folks look at the record and say, well, the team is not playing well uh, but I, I know what uh, Coach Files bring to the table, and I, and I know what type of team he has. Uh, just unfortunately, they haven't um, got a lot of wins this year, but we knew it was going to be a hard-fought game. We knew it was going to be a game fought for 60 minutes. So uh, we had an opportunity to go and play against a, a great football team, and, uh, you know, fortunate enough, we came out on top. And finally, Alabama A&M celebrating homecoming this weekend. They knocked off Central State 63-20. Here's Coach Keneal Maynard talking about last weekend's victory. Get ready for this stretch run, uh, uh, the SWAT play. And, uh, and uh, you know, we got off to a fast start uh, against Central State Ohio and uh, was able to sustain it. You know, we got a couple more bullets than they do, more scholarships than they do. And so it's kind of the way we expect and want to play when we play uh, down to uh, Division Two school and uh, – we got a chance to get a lot of people in and, and rest up our starters and get some other guys some quality reps and uh, so that was a, it was a good win for the program and now we got to get ready for the conference run. All right, great stuff right there from Coach Kenneal Maynard. You know, here's the thing, man. You know, when you talk about these coaches, I tell you what, the SWAC. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to poo poo on any other HBCU conference, but I'm gonna just be honest, the SWAC. The SWAC has a has a really, 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 really good roster of head football coaches. Really, really good. Really good. So good that, you know, I would take any of these guys and put them at the FBS level. Fred McNair, Connell Maynard, Eric Dooley, Broderick Fobbs. Just just those names right there. Dawson Odoms. Just those guys right there alone, man. I would take them to another um 
another program, maybe a smaller program like a University Alabama Birmingham or a Jacksonville State or one of these perennial um, D two powerhouses or like or FBS, you know. But I could see these guys. I mean, doing their thing at another level because they've been so successful here at the um, at the FCS level. I could just see them going F. BS, or I can see them going D2 and just winning out. I mean, these are some really, 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 really good coaches here in the swag. And, of course, we've got a swag bias right here. I'm not ashamed to say it. We definitely have a swag bias. And so if you have a problem with it, well, you know what they say about radio. You can always change the dial. No, don't, 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 don't. I need you. I need you. A couple other things going on in the uh, HBCU landscape uh, before we get ready to go to break. Um... Virginia State University ban been suspended for hazing. Now, if you know me, you know how I feel about it. Not really a big fan, you know, not really a big fan. I was a part of the culture. I've talked about it on this show numerous times. I was a part of the whole hazing culture. Uh, now, you know, some 23 years later, I reflect on it. and I'm like, hmm, uh, would I do it all over again? Yeah, maybe. Knowing me at that age, yeah, I'd go back and do it. But, um, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. And the crazy part about it is the band director is the one that actually called for the band to be suspended. So he's clearly in line with the administration. This is not something that I don't know if he knew about it or not. You know, it's really hard for me to say whether or not these college band directors know about hazing in this day and age. Once upon a time ago, they definitely knew. Nowadays, mm, not really sure. Not really sure. They do a good job of of hiding that stuff. They do. I can't lie. They do a really good job. All right. So coming up on the other side, we are going to talk about the Fair Pay to Play Act. It was signed on LeBron James, the shop uh, podcast the other day. And so we're going to talk about it. We've been talking about it right here on the show. But what does it mean? What are people saying? Well, we're going to talk about that and much, much more. Right here on the HBCU Report. Don't forget, when we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, the official trap house of websites. If you'd like to contribute, hbcureport at gmail.com. The HBCU experience lives here. The HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. We'll be right back. Okay, men, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping, cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. I know you won't because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family and yourself that you're tougher than tough. I'll go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. From Clark Atlanta to Morehouse to Spelman, it's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway.
This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Thank you guys for tuning in, however you may be listening. Don't forget, follow us on social media at HBCU Report. When we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsbrews.com, the official trap house of websites. Look, man, it's true. That's not a slogan that you would really want. It's like a dubious distinction, if you will. But, you know, to thine own self be true. To thine own self be true. All right, big shouts out to HBCU Game Day. Uh, man, the the best HBCU content provider in the world, man. Uh, the leader in HBCU sports and culture is the slogan. And um, there was an article um, written by Cameron Carter. Uh, and the article is entitled, Another Blue Chip Hoops Recruit to Visit Howard. Is an HBCU Fab Five possible? Now, let's go back to Jamil Hill's article that was written in The Atlantic um, a few weeks ago, a month or so ago. I'm talking about, you know, this very thing, how one or two players going to an HBCU can change the whole landscape. Well, here's the thing. We've got uh, this young man, uh, Joshua Christopher, a consensus top guard in the 2020 recruiting class. Uh, The guard... Uh, from Lakewood, California, has offers from Arizona State, Alabama, UCLA, and countless others, all right? But he reveals some surprising news Wednesday, and this is from HBCU Game Day. You can go there and check out the article. He re- he reveals some surprising news Wednesday. Christopher actually had a conversation with Jamil Hill and informed her of his decision to make a visit to Howard this weekend. Now, what many don't know is that Christopher is the second player in recent weeks to announce an upcoming visit to an HBCU. Uh, McCurr Maker uh, actually expressed his interest in visiting Howard in August. So is an HBCU Fab Five really possible? Well, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, and you can please, I'd love for you to weigh in because this is something, and and this is going to segue into the conversation about the Fair Pay to Play Act Please, you can weigh in in the chat room. You can hit me up, hbcureport at gmail.com. Here's the problem. The problem is, is that an HBCU Fab Five is definitely possible. But, but here's the thing, and you got to feel me on this, ladies and gentlemen. You got to feel me on this when I say this because this is, this is coming right from the heart. Right from the heart. I don't know if y'all have ever heard this commercial, but it's this dude. I don't even know if he's still living, but his name was Howard Butt Jr. And he had a promo that said, this is Howard Butt Jr. coming straight from my heart. Well, this is Robert Calloway Jr., well, the third, coming straight from my heart. Here's the thing. In order to be able to get a Fab Five, so to speak, now, when you talk Fab Five, you know what we're talking about. We're talking about Chris Weber, Juwan Howard, Jalen, um, uh, Jimmy King and oh my God, I'm forgetting the other guy. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm forgetting the other guy. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, we're talking about having the, the, a Michigan level fab five in the HBCU. I'm going to tell you the problem with that. The problem with that is anybody want to take a guess? I'll tell you, you're not on TV every night. When the last time you saw HBCU team on ESPN? Now, here's the thing. Football, yes. Football, yes. Matter of fact, we have a game coming up today on ESPN. One. <laughs> One. Again, 
Where you, the, the TV part. Guys want to be on TV. Johnson C. Smith's not going to get on ESPN every night. FAMU is not going to get on TV every night. Southern University, Alabama State, uh, Tennessee State, South Carolina State, Benedict, Claflin, any of these schools, Delaware State, none of these schools are going to get on TV every night. None of these schools will ever be able to top what you see at a Cameron Indoor Arena or at the Dean Dome. It'll never be able to top that. The excitement that goes on in those places. Right now, I just talked last week about the CIAA hosting the biggest college basketball tournament in America. But I don't see Chris Webber, Juwan Howard, Jalen Rose, Jimmy King, and the other guy that I can't remember right now. He's going to kill me because I know all of those guys. <laughs> I know all of them. Oh, my God. Um, but you're not going to get that caliber player. You're not going to get that caliber player at a, at one of those schools. And if you do get one, okay. But to get five, oh, Ray Jackson. But to get five is unbelievable. Now, you might get some Ray Jacksons. You might get some Jimmy Kings. But will you be able to get a Weber, a Rose, and a Howard to go with the King and a Jackson? I don't think so. And I'm just being very honest. I mean, there are a lot of things that go into it. Yeah, you, if you if you're a number one recruit, you're gonna be a you're gonna be a top draft pick regardless where where you go. You're gonna be that. You're gonna be that. But I was just making this argument for Zion Williams. Why in the world, if I'm Zion Williams, do I go to Tennessee State or Clark or Morehouse or Fort Valley or Bama State or Grambling or Prairie View or Texas Southern? Any of these schools that don't have a chance of winning the NCAA tournament. Why? Even though he didn't win the tournament, he was at Duke. Duke had a great shot of doing it. He was paired alongside another really good player in R.J. Barrett and uh, at least eight other good players. So why would you want to go? I mean, and then you had to put the team on your shoulders. It That would never work. I'm just being very honest. It would never work. Ever. Ever. And if I'm wrong, sue me. When it when it becomes reality, then you can take me to court. Remember the date. October 5th, Saturday, October 5th, 2019, was the day that Rod Calloway said it had never happened. Never. Pride alone would keep many of these kids from going to a HBCU. Pride alone. Not that there's anything wrong with HBCUs, but pride alone. Look, nobody is in the backyard taking that game-winning shot, being like, fam, you with the, bu- with the be- uh, buzzer beater. Southern with the buzzer beater. Now, granted, there have been some players. We've seen some players from Southern, from Jackson State, and all that that have made it to the league. But not at this level, you know. And I'm not, I'm not one of these guys that's trying to force these kids to go that way either. For what? Don't y'all realize how much pressure and how much stress uh, actually be put on a Zion Williams or Chris Weber or uh, Jalen Rose or Michael Jordan or James Worthy or uh, uh, LeBron James. Like, could y'all imagine the pressure that would be put on them to lead Morehouse to a championship? The pressure that would be put on them to lead South Carolina State to a championship. Hell, pressure alone might cause injury. I'm just saying. I mean, it's it's it's. It's crazy, but and it sounds good, and maybe you can get one, but to actually get five, 
Nah, man. Nah, let me tell y'all something. I'm right here in Atlanta. Hell, Georgia Tech can't even get five. Georgia State can't even get five. UGA damn show can't get five. And we talking about big time basketball. So why am I to think that Alabama State could feel the five five? Why? What leads me to what 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 I mean, yeah, we've known that there were times before. What was that movie about that school? Texas something. Texas something college, where they had those black guys and they were just great. Forget the name of that school. It was possible once upon a time ago when you couldn't go. But these kids want to be integrated. These athletes, they want to be integrated. They don't want to be segregated. Hell, I don't want to be segregated. Hell, I work in a, I work in a county right now that's segregated. It's not really segregated, but kind of. You know, that's one of the biggest things right now for, for black kids is that they don't really know how to interact with any other race other than black people. I want these kids to, to go experience some stuff. Go. They call it PWIs. Okay, whatever. Just go. Go enjoy yourself. Please go enjoy yourself. I'm serious. Don't worry about all that crap. You know, yeah, there's some beautiful black women on the campus of Clark. Uh, more, uh, about to say Morehouse. Morris Brown. Uh, um, but there are women on the campus of Morehouse. Yeah, they are. They just go to Spelman. Um, Albany State. Tuskegee. I mean, it's a lot of beautiful women at these places. But it's also a lot of beautiful women at University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, at Duke, at FSU, at Miami. I'm just being honest. I'm just, and then the other thing, why would you want this? Why would you want this kid to come to a school and actually deal with losing? Man, stop. There ain't nothing that you can learn in the loss that you can't learn in the win. I'm sorry. But anyway, switch gears. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Uh, third segment underway. Coming up, the fourth and final segment, I'm going to look at this week's schedules also. I'm going to talk a, a, a few more things before we get up out of here. But switching gears really quick because we uh, mentioned that we would talk about this in this segment. Um, the Fair Play, the Pay Act. Um, now Mark Emmert is speaking out. The Wizard, the Wizard of Oz. And in case you don't know about the Fair Pay to Play Act, uh, it was recently signed by uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom. Actually, a Monday evening on uh, LeBron James, um, LeBron James, the shop show. And it actually allows college athletes in the state of California to get paid for their name, image and likeness through endorsement deals, sponsorships, autograph signings and other similar income opportunities. Now, while people like me are all for it, you know, there are plenty of people that have, you know, a lot of questions about it. And Mark Emmert, of course, not really, not really feeling this, you know, oh, the athletes are now employees. Well, weren't they employees all along? Technically, weren't they? You gave them a scholarship to come play for you. So as long as they were playing, you were paying just not in their pockets. You were paying the school. So technically they were what? They were students. Yeah. But if you were paying for them to do something, uh, they kind of were your your property. Kind of. Now, just think about it like this. And we don't have to spend much time on this because we know that they've already um, brought a, a piece of uh, legislation um, like the similar to this in, in uh, New York. 
I hear that Florida is on board. We're trying to get something like this done. The state of Texas will probably be next, and then it'll spread. But here's the thing. Man, I just couldn't imagine. Just close your eyes and just imagine that it's you, right? Sometimes you just have to step out of yourself, right? Just imagine that you are LeBron James, Lebanon James. You're 17. You're being highly recruited by all of these institutions of higher learning, but you really don't want to learn. You just want to go play basketball, right? And get paid. And just say if you decided to go to Ohio State, because LeBron loves Ohio State. So just say if he decided to go to Ohio State. Now we know for sure those James jerseys would be flying off the rack, right? We know people, it would, people would have that 23. It might not say James on the back, but it definitely would have the 23, and everybody would know who it is, right? So just imagine if, if this is you. Now, you're poor because LeBron wasn't rich, all right? So just say you see this. It's the same. It's basically the Chris Webber store. You see your jerseys flying off the shelves. You know they're making money. You see Nike selling the shoes that, that you and your teammates wear. People buying them because they fab five shoes. People buying them because they, they maze and – what blue and maize and whatever it is maize and go what I, I forget i don't even hell i don't even know what maize is maize must be the gold color all right so we're just gonna say blue and gold just for the sake of me proving my ignorance <laughs> um but you were broke you couldn't do anything but you see all your jersey you see all these people wearing your jersey you see people wearing these shoes you see people doing all of this but you can't even buy a a, a hamburger from Wendy's, the value meal, the 99-cent menu. Just imagine that. Just imagine being in college, for those of you that did go. Not necessarily graduated, but those of you that went. Just imagine being a college student and not even being able to take that young fly chick that you like, being able to take her out, the Applebee's or wherever. Just, Just imagine that. Now, you know, college students don't want a lot. They just want enough to be able to do what it is that they like to do. They don't want a lot, you know, but if there is a player and I'll speak, and this is the HBCU report, Rob Calloway here. Happy Saturday morning to you. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, We're talking fair pay to play. If, um, if I'm, let me say Todd Gurley, because I'm speaking Georgia base now. If I'm Ty Gurley, if I'm A.J. Green a couple years ago when A.J. ended up being suspended and Georgia got robbed of their national championship hopes because A.J. missed, what, four games for getting money for his autograph. Like now, that wouldn't happen if this rule was in Georgia. All right? Ty Gurley, Ty Gurley could sell anything he wanted, you know, if this was the if this was legal now. Well, in Georgia. And so I don't, you know, a lot of these kids are hurting, man, you know, and I get it, you know, and talking to some of these coaches, I know um, when uh, coach Donald here, Ely and I were talking like off, off the phone, offline. And we were talking about the fair pay to play act. He was talking about the fact that, you know, he ends up buying toiletries and stuff like that for some of his football players because they don't necessarily have the resources there. You know, football is their way out. Football is what got them to school, got them a scholarship. Their parents don't have the the financial resources. And then he finds himself, himself having to go to Walmart and get toiletries and all that stuff. 
Now, if I'm a player and somebody want to pay me and I can't even afford no tissue, no deodorant, just the bare necessities, you damn right I'm signing up. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, I'll be your spokesperson. What you want me to say? Come on down. Come on down to Cottonland. No, I'm playing. Not Cottonland, but you know what I'm saying. So I'm with it. And, you know, of course, um, I know the NCAA is going to do everything that they possibly can to make this uh, tough for kids. I know they are. They're not going to make this easy. They never do. But the one thing I will say is that time, the, the time has come. Um, you know, I played that song a couple weeks ago by 2 Chains, NCAA. Yeah. We the young and dangerous. We just balling hard. We just want some paper. Come on in. Come on in. You So it's one of those things where the NCAA at some point has got to realize that they're not the end-all, be-all. They're not the end-all, be-all. And if they don't govern the college football playoffs, guess what? There's nothing they can really do to the players, in my opinion. But, of course, I'm not the wizard. The wizard of the NCAA, who is Mark Emmer, the man behind the curtain. But you get to see him from time to time. You get to see him. All right. Fourth and final segment, right around the corner. This is the HBCU Report. I am Rob Calloway. Thank you guys for tuning in. Coming up on the other side, we're going to take a look at this week's schedule. And, of course, you know, I got a little foolery for you before I get up out of here. This is the HBCU Report, and we'll be right back after these words. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No, no, that, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De- decline. Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead. But you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait. Communicate. Visit gema.ga.gov. Brought to you by GEM, HSA, Ready Georgia, FEMA, and the Ad Council. HBCU sports fans, you finally have a voice. The HBCU experience lives here. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. the final segment underway say what get the stumping in my air force one don't forget when we're not here we're there there is sports news and the official trap house of websites 
looking for content providers. If you're looking to write, looking to do some stuff on the website, please hit me up at HBCU Report or HBCU Report at gmail.com. Man, we need you. We need you out there. So holler at your boy. All right. Now, um, before we get up out of here, man, uh, a few things of news and note that, uh, you know, I just wanted to, to bless you with before I get up out of here. Um, Shaq and Dame Dollar. Have you heard about that? I know y'all have, man, especially my my ESPN folks out there. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal back in the booth, Dame Dollar back in the booth, and they taking shots at each other. Unbelievable. Shaq calling Dame, telling Dame that he's not a, a top 10 guard. Uh, Dame telling Shaq that uh, Kobe won him those championships and back and forth and back and forth. But here's the one thing I don't like. Like, I'm with the rap. I'm with the battle rap. I'm with all of that. Okay, I get it. I'm with it. But what I'm not with is ESPN trying to break down lyrics and rate them. The last people that should be trying to break down lyrics and rate them is ESPN. And that also goes to show how many people aren't checking for ESPN anymore that they're on there trying to actually break down lyrics and rate them. Yeah. Good luck with that. All right. So moving right along, like I said, just some little stuff. I feel like I needed to bless you with before you get up out of here. Um, now for this, this is for my fellas out here. Now, have you guys ever thought about mm, giving up the soldiers, you know, for some money, you know what I mean? Going to a fertility clinic and giving up the soldiers, getting a little check to help populate the world. Uh, well, me either. But here's the thing. Uh, there's a lawsuit in Portland, Oregon, where a uh, Oregon doctor is actually suing a fertility clinic uh, because his little soldiers were used to father 17 children without his permission. Now, the doctor, whose name is Bryce Cleary, 53-year-old Bryce Cleary, uh, said that he gave his soldiers to the Oregon Health and Science University 30 years ago agreeing that his soldiers could be used to help conceive five children. But then at some point last year, he was contacted by two women. They were sisters that thought that they, uh, that he was their father. So then he did a whole DNA test on ancestry.com and come to find out he is the father of 17 children. And of course he's filed a lawsuit. Of course, of course, Jesus Christ. That's why you can't just give it up to everybody. Literally, can't get up to everybody like, you know, like in the flesh. You can't get, man, you can't get your soldiers to everybody either. So there's that. Also, looking at political news. Now, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to take shots because this is, leg, this is a legit story. But for all of my Bernie Sanders fans out there, for all of you Bernie Sanders fans out there, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think we need to be pushing Bernie to run for the White House anymore. Uh, in case you haven't heard, Bernie Sanders um, actually had to have uh, what, uh, some stents uh, placed in his heart. Um, so I don't really know if his heart is in it. Is it is his heart up to it to be president? I don't I don't really know if we want to if we want to right now. I know he says some real good things. He's with the weed. He's with the rappers. He's with Killer Mike. He's with a lot of stuff. But man, could you imagine? Like actually. Because uh, this happened before, but could you imagine like living in a time where the president died in the White House? Jesus Christ. Not that I'm wishing that on Bernie, but this isn't a good look. You're running for the White House, and that's one of the main things that come up is your age and your health. Bernie could drop dead on the campaign trail, like legit. So I don't really know if uh, 
if he needs to even keep pushing pushing for this. I I don't I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, uh, up against the clock, man. Got to get up out of here. So before we do, let's take a look at this week's schedule. Got Central State taking on Edward Waters, Johnson C. Smith. Is at Lincoln, St. Augustine's, and Elizabeth City State are in action. Virginia State takes on Shaw. Bama State, as we mentioned, and Alcorn State hookup in Montgomery. You got Hampton at North Alabama, Norfolk State, and North Carolina A&T are in action. That's in Norfolk. Uh, Albany State taking on Tuskegee, Livingstone, and Virginia Union. Uh, Allen in Middle Georgia State. Jacksonville State is taking on Tennessee State. Uh, Morehouse taking on Kentucky State. Delaware State and South Carolina State are in action. Uh, Florida Tech. Who is on the road? Well, no, they're actually hosting Fort Valley. And as I mentioned earlier, it is homecoming on the campus of Alabama A&M. They're taking on Texas Southern, FAMU, and North Carolina Central in action at Bragg Stadium for homecoming in Tallahassee. Miles College, heavy homecoming. They are taking on Clark Atlanta, University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, looking uh, to rebound from last week's loss to Southern. They take on Lane uh, for their homecoming festivities, and it is homecoming on the campus of Fayetteville State as they take on Livingstone. And then on TV, we've got Winston-Salem State taking on Bowie State. That's on Aspire. And then you can check out um, uh, Jackson State and Grambling on ESPN 11. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I think it's ESPN 3 at 6. And you can catch Bethune-Cookman and Morgan State on ESPN3, that's the 4 o'clock kickoff. So that about do it for me. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget, follow us, HBCU Report. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. When we're not here, we're there. There is our content partner, sportsnewsandbrews.com. Um, shouts out to the X-Squad affiliates. And don't forget, you can always go back and relive any moment of this show via any of the uh, providers of uh, this great show uh, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, Google Play for Android, iTunes, and Spotify, and any of the other ones that I left off. All right. I am Rob Calloway. This has been HBCU Report. And if you're looking for me, know where I am, man. Somewhere on the yard. It's the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. Okay, on the beat. Can't you say mama I'm sorry? No, I can't. Is you gon' get it regardless till I faint? It's so much shit make me hardly when I think. They knowin' that on the hard, it don't keep blackin' on my spin on all ten. Nigga to the end, nigga steady all across that road trying to get them in, nigga. Whichever way it goes, scream for my friend, nigga. We gon' push up on that road, steady in that bend, nigga. And I'ma give it to him. Talk on this shit that get the drumming, relieving the stress. It's so much trauma, come with drama with name on my chest. Put on the problem from my mama, they knowin' on that. Know I'm up to get it, I we steady living, kick it pimpin'. No, I'm really with it, we can stick and flip it out the trenches. No, I'm really in it, I lost sense of jippy, we been getting all them good women, steady clippin'. Heard your nigga talkin', he can't you say, Mama, I'm sorry, no, I can't. Is you gon' get it regardless till I faint? It's so much. Make me holy when I think when I did
lady all across that road trying to get them in. Whichever way it goes, screaming fuck a friend. Nigga. We gon' push up on that road, steady in that bend. Again, I'ma give it to him. Solid. I see them niggas be watching, knowing them niggas be playing. Knowing my niggas be popping, and we can get this bit rocking. Come with the K for the profit, no switching way by the drop. Hey, yo, nigga clutching while my nigga busting. No discussion, come with all the toughin'. I came up from nothing, boy, you bluffing. Ain't no sense in fighting. Nigga get the rushing, all my nigga get the touching. Down the ride, feeling like fuck. Oh, yeah. Can you say, Mama, I'm sorry? No, I can't. Is you gon' get it regardless till I fight? It's so much it made me hardly when I think They knowin' that on the hardy, don't you black and I'm gonna stand on all ten Nigga to the end, we can steady all across that road Tryin' to get them in, nigga, whichever way it goes Screamin' fuck a friend, and then we gon' push up on that road Steady in that bend, and I'ma give it to him Huh, 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 huh Say, say I'ma give it to him, huh, 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 huh Five Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.